0: Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that's exactly the same every week. And like every week, I'm joined by my two best friends, Joe and Log.
1: Hi!
0: This week, we have got a tantalizing set of hors d'oeuvres. Feature hors d'oeuvres served up on a silver platter for little princess who demands her feature treats. Joe, what have you got for our little feature princess? Pleases,
1: m'lady. <laughs> I have a whole feature about non-fungible tokens from a very fungible man. Oh, I think the little feature princess likes that. She's st- Smacking her lips like a
2: hungry little feature princess. Oh my god, it's almost embarrassing. <laughs> I've never seen a I've never seen a princess act so undignified. And may I load onto her? Oh my god. <laughs> no, you may not. Leave that princess alone. <laughs> that would have been amazing if I had a second half of a sentence to say, but I did not. But what I have got is a feature that I will hope doesn't upset her further is that i went on the thames on a little boat tour and the guy giving the the tour guide speech was someone i think you know
0: well now you've got the princess so excited she's vibrating and spinning around on the spot like a furby did the furbies <laughs> do that no they didn't do did they
2: did the furbies pop <laughs> did they pop at all? If <laughs> you microwave them, they kind of, lived, the like, eyelids went weird.
1: Sorry, you're saying the I princess
2: just exploded?
1: Because <laughs> well, we're going to no, be in like, deep shit if the king finds out. I thought they did the thing,
0: like those motorized toy puppies, where they go, yeah, yeah yeah, and then they do a backflip.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah. Furbies never did that, right? Maybe the new ones no. did. Were they ambulatory in any way? Mm. Could they move around or were they static?
2: animals. They weren't they certainly weren't the little yapping dogs that walked across the floor and then fell onto their side and then not realizing that they hadn't managed to do the flip, just crawled around in little circles until you stamped on them. There were more modern Yapping
0: dogs that had a self-writing <laughs> mechanism. A la robot wars in the late nineties.
1: Mm, little flippers on the sides. Like chaos well, too.
0: Both of their left legs would come out in a way that a real dog couldn't do could not articulate the limbs in that way.
1: But they would they would self-write, they'd get back up again and they would keep going. Score one for robot dogs. When you see when you see normal dogs fall over and they can't get back up again famously. <laughs> Well that's what the princess is doing now
0: Such is her Abundant thrill For this episode And I haven't even said what I'm doing What what are you doing Steve Guys have you heard of Lord of the Rings Gollum It's the new video game I've not played it But I just watched the cinematic trailer (laughs) That dropped this morning (laughs) And let me tell you I've written a fucking choose your own adventure about it Sorry for swearing
2: Sorry for the swearing just now. Just set the iTunes flag to explicit and we're good to go. Yeah cunts! Features
0: The regular features Spooky noise in your ears Features A regular feature Ghosts and wolves with teeth coming into your bed.
1: Do you two like it as much as I do when another famous person gets into NFTs? Who is it? Well, I'm not going to tell you just yet because I want you to guess shortly. But, um, you know, I just think the world of NFTs... Is it Irrigala? no. Though he almost certainly has. Um, (laughs) They they are obviously, you know, reprehensible. They destroy the world, all that stuff. But I love watching people introduce their NFTs and try and convince you that these ones are the good NFTs as opposed to all the (laughs) other ones you've seen. Um,
2: A lot of things have been said.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I finally had this solved for me by a new set of NFTs that have come out as of today, and I think they're pretty special, and you'll see why as I play you (laughs) almost the entirety of a video about them. And this was sent to me by Reader, and now my colleague at work, Matt Jones, um, who effectively destroyed my evening by sending this to me just as work finished. So I'm going to play uh, just a short clip, You may already be able to see who this is, but, you know, keep up the pretense of guessing. There's a
2: lot of famous people who go by that name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) For the reader's benefit, who do you think this is?
3: Hi, everyone. I am excited. That! Everyone. That's that's Elon Musk. That's Elon (laughs) Musk. No,
2: that's Alan DeGeneres. They're all excited about the new NFTs. He's always going on going,
0: Hi, everyone. I am excited. In a very bored sounding voice.
1: We've all guessed, of course, that it's Ringo Starr, the man left from the Beatles, I guess. Oh, yeah, no, Paul McCartney's still alive. Probably. Ringo Starr has got an extremely into nfts we haven't talked ever probably on here about how good ringo star is on twitter entirely without realizing why he's good on twitter the man is bizarre <laughs> he doesn't speak with like human words anymore he occasionally puts up videos of himself in a mask and just writes ha 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 h a h with spaces in between <laughs> It's just like he's a really great follow this is all <laughs> this is all real Ringo has made a one minute and a half video about his move into Web three NFTs. And my
2: God, I can't. He's timed this perfectly because they really are about to fucking crest.
1: Oh. He's he's timed the market
0: perfectly.
1: <laughs> have have either of you ever seen Ringo Stars Art? It's the only thing that looks exactly like you. The a caricature of an NFT would look like he's drawn it and painted. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's an absolute <laughs> joke. His art's so bad already. And then, and like, people made jokes a while back, like, oh, is this an NFT? And now he's gotten into NFTs with the things they were joking about being NFTs. <laughs> but the problem is, it's and, and obviously, this just makes his shit art more shit. But because I love Ringo Starr on Twitter so much, <laughs> that. Sorry. He,
2: I just Googled his art. It's, it's fucking so awful. good. <laughs> It's a, <laughs> if only it was in hexagons, it would be perfect. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the thing. Like, I love him so much that even him announcing something like morally reprehensible and artistically bankrupt <laughs> comes across <laughs> as like a work of outsider genius. Like, every moment of this a minute and a half video is just incredible. He, The way he introduces his work, um, the sheer amount that he clearly does not understand what he's saying at all (laughs) i so listen to the next bit and i can only imagine this is him reading what he is what are like big words on a big bit of card being held by someone like his grandson behind the camera
2: so far he's just said he's excited so that's he's on easy ground he's always excited
1: but the problem is that he's reckoning with a concept he's never had to deal with before and also probably like a huge ball of drugs that are still in his brain from the 60s (laughs) so that are slowly dissolving into his bloodstream all the time and in this like this is 11 seconds it's one sentence is he not even a full sentence because he's already said he's excited it sounds like nine (laughs) different sentences Listen to how many times he stops and starts as if they're new clauses during this.
3: To join this digital art community and look forward to continuing to learn and build in Web 3. Ooh, I must have do piece in 3 then.
1: <laughs> right. <So laughs> what? The bit that happens at the end. So for a start, he's like, and look forward to a future. And then at the end, he's like, in Web 3. And he tries to lift up one hand to do a peace sign and one hand to signal the number three. But because he's so (laughs) used to holding up just two peace signs, it takes him like a full two seconds to lift the third finger on his hands. Like he confuses himself by having to put an extra finger on his normal peace sign. That's
2: probably an unexercised an muscle. Like it's like if you don't know how to do the Vulcan thing. Yeah,
1: it's, it's not yeah. easy. <laughs> he's been doing it for sixty years.
0: <laughs> but he's a drummer, he's not a guitarist. He just needs to grip onto sticks. He doesn't have
1: he doesn't need to have the fine finger control of a George Harrison. <laughs> That's it, yeah. The, <laughs> and at the end, yeah, he's like, I meant to do a piece of the three then. It just completely fucks it like and you no one's cut it no one's asked him to do a new take he fucks up lifting a finger in the first 20 (laughs) seconds of his video (laughs) so after that we get to the important part which is Ringo telling us what kind of art he does and why NFTs are so important and he definitely understands why they're important as you can hear
3: I've been doing art for many, many years, with paint, stencils, digitally, spin art, I love that. I'm honoured to be part of this community. It's really important to have a platform to display your art and to be in control of how it is shared and appreciated. How
1: it is shared and
2: (laughs) appreciated. Someone just gave him enough money to make him say something, didn't they? Because he hasn't got a fucking clue.
1: He has no idea what NFTs are. Um, Also, the interesting thing is, all his art, when he sells it, 100% of the proceeds go to charity. That is not mentioned anywhere in the digital versions of his art. So, this feels like Ringo, Ringo Grift. I also like that he pronounces stencils as stencils. Just Again, it's not fun to make fun of people who can't speak after doing drugs for 60 years, but when they are trying to um, grift you with their bullshit art, I don't really yeah.
2: mind. It's amazing. Like, It's not like you've got money because there were previously ways of giving money to the people who created art. <laughs> yeah. That's why you fucking exist, you fucking dickhead.
1: So obviously everyone's asking, what are the benefits of owning a Ringo NFT, apart from the fact that you hold <laughs> a bit of fucking... MS Paint that an uh, old beetle <laughs> shout out while he sat next to his pool full of milk. Uh, so um, so he'll explain to you now the fundamental benefits of owning a piece of Ringo history.
3: Holders of my NFTs will receive a special invitation to meet me in Ringoland. My first virtual gallery on spatial.io. <laughs>
0: Ringoland, baby! It's Ringoland. It's like Dollywood. Well, no. But guess what? <laughs> Ringo Starr is there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. In the background of this, we see what must be Ringo Land, which looks like a totally normal art gallery full of his shit paintings, but if it was made in The Sims 3. <laughs> it looks. It's so... the Windows
0: Maze Screen, three D Maze screensaver, except Ringo Starr is behind every corner, <laughs> and,
1: and the, all the textures are pictures of big faces that you drew in six minutes and <laughs> shat onto a page.
2: It's like if you if you press your face really close, it's like going to an old TV, and it's instead of those three primary colors, it's just Ringo, Ringo, Ringo.
1: And the other thing about it is. It's, it's not just flying around the person in ringoland is piloting what looks to be a little digital avatar of ringo and he's striding around but the walking animation is really quick so it looks like he's like fucking running up to headbutt all the paintings <laughs> like he's just <laughs> like, just pegging it around this gallery full of crap um, and then but, but kudos the bit- to
2: him for saying oh. Ringo Land rather than going straight into the Ringo verse.
1: Well, this is the funny thing. He calls it Ringoland, and I think he hasn't told anyone that he calls it Ringoland because it says at the top of the screen just Ringo Stars NFT Gallery. So I don't think it's even. <laughs> I don't think it's even officially Ringoland. Um, so the, this is the thing. Hang
2: on. Right? Can, can we buy Ringoland.io?
1: Oh, we should. Uh, yeah. Immediately. <laughs>
2: Carry on. I'm going to stop interrupting now.
1: No, it's fine. I, I'm enjoying the interruptions because you, what you've done is delayed me getting to the very best bit. The thing is, Ringo, more than the NFTs, more than anything else, so clearly loves the idea of Ringo Land. Like, I don't know why, but he's like, he's one of the richest, he's like oh, in the hundreds richest people, hundred richest people in the UK or something, right? Uh but for some reason having a digital art gallery really it, it really ignites his passions because <laughs> this bit is the only bit where it is so clearly ringo going off script and like trying to improv for a second and the director director clearly loves it because they key out the background really poorly and he fades onto the screen like a forced ghost and he says <laughs> And he says this.
3: I got my own art gallery, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, he just fades on. He's so excited about his little art gallery. Listen again. It's so nice.
3: I got my own art gallery, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That sounds so sweet. He sounds
2: genuinely happy that he, he's got his own art gallery. I think he was trying to reference Austin Powers, though, wasn't
0: he? <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> I genuinely think that's how he speaks. I think Austin
2: Powers is
0: probably referencing the Beatles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's an Ouroboros.
1: <laughs> yeah. I got my own art gallery, baby. It's oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> and you should see the face he's making while he pulls. It's just... It's absolutely brilliant. And this is the thing. He seems like
0: one of these very, very rich people who um, doesn't realise they can have the things that they want. So every time they get something that they like, like you bring them like a big Easter egg. They're like, wow, this is incredible. I got my very own big Easter egg.
1: <laughs> this is a man who could probably fucking buy the British Museum tomorrow. <laughs> he's like... I got my old art gallery.
2: <laughs> if I ever got that rich and you bought me a big Easter egg, I would immediately just go onto the internet and see if there was a bigger Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, and buy it for you.
1: <laughs> so he's gone off script and then he clearly he realises he has to go back to it. Um, but he's really made himself laugh by doing that. <laughs> like when he's doing that laugh at the end, he keeps laughing through the next bit so you can hear it here. Um, and it, he clearly fucks up the take.
3: Stay tuned for more details about how you can visit my galleries and future events in the metaverse. I've selected five unique pieces. Right.
1: and I want to play the very end of that again. You can hear that he says METAVERSE really aggressively to the point, I haven't edited this, where they have to cut it. And move on to the next line, and it's too quick.
3: Just like in future events in the metaverse, I've selected five unique pieces. <laughs>
1: it's a really hard cut on metaverse.
0: He definitely said inside the metaverse, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or he's just gone, baby. Again, <laughs> woo <Woo-hoo>. Join <laughs> me in the metaverse, you crazy coax. And then Ringo goes fucking wild with the he loves digital editing now clearly because uh, <laughs> what do you do when you you don't launch NFTs you drop them right and he know, he's heard that phrase and so he said to someone on the editing side he's like right but what if in the video right, I hold up my hands like I'm holding a big pile of NFTs and I drop them and I say bam and so he's done it <laughs> so he does
3: this i've selected five unique pieces exclusively for the upcoming drop bam. <laughs> bam. that's one low energy bam
1: yeah and what he does it like the problem is that the video editor's so clearly not up to the challenge of having digital nfts appear in his hands that were empty in real life and then fall so what happens is a portrait picture of ringo holding a real bit of art that he did appears so not an nft and just a picture of himself uh and it just pops up out of nowhere kind of quite close to his hands and a few frames later like shifts quite quickly as if the editor only just realized that the f- it wasn't quite right uh, and then when he says, bam, it falls really short, like <laughs> a few pixels, and then expands to fill the screen with just another picture of Ringo. That's so good. And you're like, oh, okay, that's that's a weird ending. And you think that's the end. And then you realise that Ringo very clearly forgot to say his normal sign-off catchphrase, which is, there's a love. There's he says. Love. He says it all the time. Have you seen... Have you seen that video of him telling people to stop sending stop, him um, yeah. stuff to get signed? Fuck and off. He, Fuck yeah. off. Peace and love. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, peace and love, but don't send me any more shit after the 20th of October. Peace and love.
0: Is he fam- he's famously the beetle that replies to every letter. Not anymore, baby. <laughs> but now he's thinking his, his pile of letters is going to, like, he's going to die <laughs> <laughs> before gonna... he can get through them all. Yeah, that's it. And so. he would hate that someone sends him a letter that he dies before he could
2: reply to.
1: I think that's a very charitable way of saying he can't be fucking arsed anymore and he wants <laughs> to do his NFTs. God um, bless
2: you, Steve, for having such a sweet view of the world.
1: But the thing is, what he does is, instead of getting him back in the room to just say peace and love and do another peace <laughs> sign, he's can you just shout just, it from your car. <laughs> he's just recorded it in a different room with what is clearly different <laughs> audio equipment. And then he says it multiple times and the word love sounds like a a whole different word every time he says it like he just can't pronounce love
3: anymore so listen to this peace and love and love and love (laughs) what's
1: like (laughs) what What, the second one's just like a guttural throat noise (laughs) i don't know what's going on
0: it yes. sounds like he starts in America and then goes across the Atlantic, like back to Liverpool. <laughs> L- love. L- love, love,
1: love, love, <laughs> L- love. It's just, uh, and that's the end of the ep- video. And now I want to spend forty thousand dollars on a bit of Ringo art. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. um He's kind of the anti-Geller. Do you need
0: to have a Ringo Star NFT to get into Ringoland? Or is that's oh you do the, that's part one of well, the benefits.
1: I, it's I think Ringoland may be open to all, possibly. But I think if you want to get in there with a little Ringo avatar that moves too quick, then that's that's how you get in the audience with Digi Ringo. He said
0: you'd have an invitation to meet him mm-hmm. in Ringoland. Yeah, so you. So get, he'll be one of the little like a penguin cafe guy yeah. running around going hello. <laughs> I'm Ringo how old are you but,
1: but the, ASL <laughs> Ringo but the,
2: here ASL <laughs> yeah, <but> yeah.
1: <laughs> The thing is imagine fucking Ringo on voice chat you can barely understand him in a video where you can see his lips like on <laughs> on just a, on a headset mic it's going to sound like a fucking hurricane at the other end really lazy hurricane full of drug uh, yeah, so I don't really know what you're going to get out of going to Ringo It Land. fucking
0: took us 45 minutes instead of a Discord voice channel to record the fucking podcast. What <laughs> if Ringo Starr had to do it on his
3: bloody Zoom? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I was going to get anything as a Ringo NFT, I'd just want this.
3: I got my own art gallery, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: got <laughs> I want to own that noise for the rest of my life, and I want to give it to my children. It's so.
0: Next cool. live show is happening in Ringoland.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing.
0: Inside the metaverse, like in, when in Fortnite, when Dua Lipa did a gig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can we hack into Ringoland and take it over?
0: Empty his gallery of all of his entities. <laughs> <laughs> a little digital bank ice by regular features.
2: Oh, we can do it. So we can good. do it. Oh, let's have a fucking feature. Oh, what is your fucking feature? Just give me a fucking feature. Please tell me your fucking feature. Oh, regular features, regular features is one
0: now. I'm talking about the new Lord of the Rings Gollum game. Have you have you seen it? Looks shite. Oh, it looks so bad. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh,
2: you do you play as Gollum? Yeah. The hit
1: Middle Earth. Dandy. <laughs> everyone,
2: everyone loves Gollum. He's like the most identifiable character. <laughs>
1: it's really funny because they're like, we're based. Uh, maybe this is your feature, Steve. I apologize, but they're like, uh, they're like we're basing it specifically on the books. So don't worry, we're we're doing it original Gollum. And then you see him, and it's the exact same Gollum from the films, but he's got a haircut like a beetle, uh, as in like, <laughs> an, as in a Liverpudlian musician. Oh, um, so
2: he's like the the bitter fifth beetle.
1: Yeah, he's like <laughs> a little twisted beetle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he um, speaks exactly like Andy Circus and everything. They've just not put any right. effort into it at all.
0: Yeah, it's how's that tough. based on the books? It's clearly based on the movies, and he didn't come out right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he came out all wrong, <laughs> twisted <laughs> and wrong.
0: I might just clip that out and put it into yeah, the just, feature. Yeah, just so should chat. we just
1: start your feature?
0: Announced now it's time, Steve's regular feature, Steve's Lord of the Rings Gollum. How does it play? What's mm. the gameplay elements of it? Because I want to know more about the new open open world Is stealth adventure. No, it's not. It's a <laughs> linear path with branching map elements. Stealth adventure. Is it stealth? <laughs> da- Daedalic uh, Studios. Best known. Uh... Well, no, they're not best known for anything, but they've done a lot. Oh my God. When you type Daedalus into Daedalic into Google.
2: Do you know what I like best about My Ring? It takes a Daedalic. (laughs) There we go.
0: Thank you. You've gotten me off having to describe or mention any other games that they've ever had to work on. This is the new Gollum game. It's a game in which you play as everyone's favorite Golem. Gollum, who lives in Middle Earth in a cave and is a little, little dank bastard with stringy weird hair and giant eyes. And Joe, you mentioned that he's based on the book description of him. And I do recall reading in the book that he does have very big eyes because Mm. he's evolved in a cave. He's a grotesque little, I think he's a demon. He lives in the cave and he covets the ring. Mm. He covets the ring that he owns. And last time I checked, you can't covet something that belongs to you. Just keep putting on different fingers, Go, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on your
3: balls, Gollum.
0: <laughs> One of the most interesting aspects of this new video game from Daedalick is that you can, you have to uh, contend with Colin's... Co- <laughs> Colin! Co- Collins. Just call him <laughs> Colin from now on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, if you've seen the films, you know, he's got the little Schmegel, his original hobbit alter ego, still inside him. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to reach out and find his Hob- hobbitanity, humanity hobbitanity. <laughs> he's always like, oh, you should go do do this thing and he turns the way and goes oh no that'll be horrible to do (laughs) (laughs) what a a to do Gollum. um so in the game you're going to have to probably like press press some qtes and push the right trigger to to beat Schmegel and make Schmegel let you uh, snuff out a torch so you can sneak past a guard Mm. it'd
2: be be lovely (laughs) if you could just wear a VR helmet and just turn left and face Schmeagel. Turn right and face Gollum. And then, I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but you'd have to scream a lot. (laughs) You have to
0: yelp every time you see Gollum or Schmeagle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I was just you!
1: You were a hobbit!
0: That got me to thinking, um, hey, what's this game going to be like? What happens in it? And I wrote a a little, uh, it's called The Choose Your Own Adventure. It's called You Are Gollum. Can you keep Bilbo Baggins from stealing your precious ring? And also, can you pee into a cup for Gandalf because Gandalf took Molly on Tuesday and now he's meeting his wizard probation officer for a routine (laughs) drugs test? (laughs) You are Gollum, the horrid, wet gremlin boy who lives in a damp cave by himself and carries a special magic ring around in a tiny pouch for some reason. You never eat breakfast because you just don't know what time it is, and you reek of shit and piss. Do you? A. Jerk off your tiny Gollum penis near a boulder. Why the fuck not? It's pitch black in here and nothing matters to you, (laughs) Gollum. Or B. Try to think of a thousand good riddles in case a freaking Bilbo ever comes along. We all know what we want to do. Yeah,
1: the riddles are all well and good. But I think the joy of interactive entertainment is that you can choose to do the things they'd never do in the movies. And so in this case, what I want to see is a book-accurate description <laughs> of Gollum doing a little jerky boy dance.
2: He didn't write everything he did in the books. He, I think it was implicit that he did both of them.
1: True. <laughs> implicit, but we're making it real.
2: Sexplicit. <laughs>
1: Sexplicit, baby. <laughs> oh, baby, 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 baby.
0: One day, just when you were pumping away on your horrible little imp dick behind a slimy rock, your old friend Gandalf materialised next to you.
1: I feel like we know who has to play Gandalf here. (laughs) Gollum!
2: Oh, my old friend. Up to some wanky mischief, are we? These old wizard eyes may have dulled with age, but they see better in this dark than you might think.
0: You hastily finger your sticky grey chode back into the mouldy j-cloth you call your pants. Gandalf is the most powerful wizard in all of Middle-earth. Even you know that, and you've literally been living under a rock for 200 years. Now
2: listen closely, Gollum. Your old friend Gandalf has gotten himself into something of a tizzy-wizzy bind of a magical dilemma. You see, me and Saruman went to see Stevie Nicks play at Bonnaroo on Tuesday, and my boy had some of that. That real janky mandy pop-pop. I didn't want to take any, of course, but Saruman must have cast a spell on me to make me want to do a lot of molly with him in the portable toilet. Do you?
0: A. Nod sympathetically. Saruman is a powerful spellcaster indeed. Or B. Give Gandalf one of your patented Gollum thumbs-ups to, <laughs> thumbs to indicate that you're enjoying his story so far.
1: Uh, is this... Just just to just to work it out, is A the nod sympathetically the the chill Schmeagle and the other is Gollum because he's got a patented thumbs up.
0: Oh shit, you're right. I forgot to say one of these is <laughs> and one of these is
3: Gollum. One of the- <laughs> I forgot to assign <laughs> motives to
0: both of these.
2: God, thanks, Joe.
1: That's alright. Let's well, really buy into the mechanic.
2: I think we well, we've all got it. We've all got the duality mm. within us.
1: Uh golem thumbs you up. You are
2: accruing Okay, Gollum Thumbs Up.
0: You well, accrue a golem point.
1: That's up to that's up to Log. Now that I know there's points involved, Log's gonna get gonna want to min max it, I reckon.
2: Okay. Did we get points for the last one?
0: Yeah, you got a schmegel po- point for
2: that one. Wait, I want a full Schmaigel. Oh Schmegel did the jerk off. <laughs> schmegel was a grub <laughs> He was a grubby little fucker until he got that ring. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think he actually got better by turning into Gollum. <laughs> All right, false makel. We're going. Uh, well, I don't know if that's Baragon or Renegade anymore, but not <laughs> okay. sympathetically.
2: Okay. Anyway, now I've got to take a drug test with my probation officer because of that whole thing last year. When I hit a cyclist with a zip van, and then I tried to use magic to reverse time by 10 minutes, but 10 minutes had already passed. So I ended up reversing time to the exact moment I hit the cyclist with my van, effectively hitting him twice. And as you know, my time travel magic is back to the future rule. so this cunt remembered getting hit both times. Anyway, anyway, long story short, Gollum, I need clean hobbit piss. And I know you're down here all day just eating slime and thinking of riddles. So I know you're good for it. Decision point.
0: Schmegel or Gollum? Mm. Schmegel Agree to piss into, into the cup for Gandalf so that he can pass a drugs test. Or B. Gollum.
2: Don't agree to that. You're a good Gollum. A <laughs> 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 good Gollum or a Schmeagle. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, I I feel like we should piss into the cup for Gandalf. He seems like a good guy to get to oh, to have a favour owed from. Yeah,
2: but I want to give Gollum a little bit of a say in this. So oh, okay. He just, he, just, he just pisses too much into the cup, so it's impossible to take the cup off him without getting pissed on his fingers.
1: This is it. I saw I knew Log would be into this as soon as stats were assigned to it. So
2: (laughs) I thought you were saying as soon as piss was in. Well, that was that was implicit from
1: the start.
2: Everything's implicit. There's a lot of unsaid stuff here. This is very good subtext,
1: Steve. Oh God, (laughs) it's like what's in between the lines is more important somehow. This is the
2: most liminal feature I've ever been a part of. So you agree to piss into the cup? Yeah. Yeah, whatever, yeah, cool, let's do it. (laughs) Just at that very
0: moment, who else but Bilbo Baggins should come slithering into your cave like a cracked egg. Boo! It's like bloody Piccadilly Circus round here today. You think to yourself quietly in your head, and not in your annoying Gollum voice you've avoided using so far.
1: Curses and bother! What an awful expedition! my name is bilbo baggins of the shire and i am here on a quest not that i ever asked to be
0: this guy sounds like a real prick you think to yourself in your quiet normal voice
2: (laughs) excuse me young hobbit if you if you wouldn't mind I'm trying to convince this fine young specimen to part ways with a dram of his fizz.
1: Well, I'm here to swindle this horrible goblin out of his ring. So what'll it be, you greasy fucking worm, you spooky little creep? You can pick only one. Do you?
0: This is decision point. This is the real Paragon Renegade moment Mm. now, because from here you cannot cannot go back. Do you got it by agreeing to pee into a cup for Gandalf, or B, Gollum, Gollum rules, baby, (laughs) agreed to be ring-swindled by a Bilbo. Oh.
1: Well, I... I, Please, go ahead. well,
2: Well, the fact that you've shared us into the document leads me to believe that we should agree to pee into a cup for Gandalf because that is the next paragraph you've written.
0: No, there's the several paragraphs. What all spread over different Google documents that you can't see. It's branching log. Oh and my God! Vibrant and just the, the the potential for different variations in the story is what gives it that little, a little
2: spice, that little frisson, <laughs> the little twitch on the web that will summon the big spider
1: <laughs> <laughs> lady narrative. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: don't you dare suggest that my choose your own adventures are
2: linear log. The amount of times I've said, can you please choose A? And you'll go, he's saying we want his he wants us to choose A. Oh. <laughs> Next time I share a Google Doc with you,
0: I'm sharing just your dialogue, Logs, so you can't
1: <laughs> see. <laughs> I actually think that peeing into a cup's even better anyway. So Yeah, I, I want
2: God. Of course I want to pee in a cup. Thank you, Log, says
0: Schmegel. <laughs> <laughs> you agree to pee into a small plastic cup so that gandalf can pass his drug test as you reach into your j-cloth to coax out your always wet penis the gray wizard laughs and shakes his head he explains that the rules of his probation stipulate that the probation officer must witness the piss coming out of gandalf's penis but not to worry gandalf knows a magic spell to make it so that when you pee your urine is teleported into his balls and comes out the end of his penis so that it looks like he's the one peeing.
2: Don't worry, I've, I've done this a hundred times! The next day at
0: Gandalf's probation meeting, you relax your golem bladder as instructed and begin to pee. Just like the magical old wizard had promised, your piss begins trickling and then gushing out of the ancient warlock's willy. That's when you realise that there is no probation officer in the room, and that there never was a drug test, and that Gandalf is now moaning in sheer ecstasy. <laughs> this is Go so on,
2: read the rest. <laughs>
0: Saruman teleports into the room, cock in hand, pissing out pint after pint of what your Gollum nose tells you is Frodo Baggins' is piss. <laughs> the wizards, now soaked in hobbit piss and visibly high on MDMA, start making out. End of chapter one. Whoa! <laughs>
1: I just want to point out that we made four schmiegel choices, and yet the end was still about our golem nose. So the game design here is all over the place. It's early
0: access, man. It's out 1st of September on PlayStation 4.
1: I'm Gandalf, and
2: I put a spell on you because you're mine. The Mines of Moria, that is. ha ha ha! Regular features. Now, I don't know about you boys, but I have been really enjoying getting out and about around the country recently since we've been allowed to. Mm. It's so nice just to swan into a nearby town and sneeze on their local cakes. I love hopping on the nearest train and shouting poop poop to the train guard until he gets cross and makes me buy a ticket. the, The thing I've enjoyed most was coming down recently to see you in London. In in what I call the old Smoky Susan. But do you know what? The last time I saw you all, I wasn't ready for how much the old Smoky Susan, London, had changed. I mean, like, the roads were all different. The buildings were half sunk into the molten tarmac. And Carnaby Street wasn't nearly as swinging as some of the raunchier Pathé newsreels had led me to believe. (laughs) After a few minutes of walking around, I lifted up my little waterproof wallet and checked my Ordnance survey map. Yeah, this was London all right, but where was the Queen? And that Marks and Spencers I liked on Oxford Street. The compass was spinning around as though to say, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So I whipped off my Gould and decided to check out the Thames, Surely the Thames would still be there. That meandering river I used to call the fat, soggy snake of old London town until someone, mentioning no names, Dad, said I didn't have to make everything off-putting and gay. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Dad, I'm glad you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) How'd
0: that turn out for you, Dad?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's more of putting, me being gay or you being dead? (laughs) Mm, You choose. Oh, you can't. (laughs) Sure enough, anyway, there it was, the Thames. And I was just very, very close to the ferry to Greenwich. Do you still sell wine? I shouted from 500 yards away. And they gave me a big thumbs up so I leapt onto my extreme downhill rollerblading board and used a curbstone to land a terrific flip which catapulted me right into the captain's arms. He looked annoyed, so I planted a big kiss on his lips, jumped up, clapped my feet together like a rabbit in mid-air, and ran for the wine, and it was then that I heard this beautiful voice. <coughs> well, welcome to the Thames. I'm your I'm your tour guide for this short trip to the flood barrier. Now we haven't set off yet, so I I shouldn't be talking in case I say something daft and you decide to get off. It's this whole thing's is supposed to be a captive audience thing, you see, not in a sinister way. Like I'm I'm not going to run around with my hands out, lunging in for a touch. E- even if I wanted to, which is fifty fifty at that. I mean. <laughs> There's steps all over this boat, and my ankles aren't up to it. At that point, his um, microphone got cut off, so I decided to look for all the moot points, which is something I remember from boats. But it turns out that's a debating tactic, so I was just mistaken. It was, it was meeting points. It was, yeah, I was. But by the time I'd sorted out and just walked around the boat a few times, uh, he was off again. Right, here we go. We're off. So if <coughs> if you look south you can cop a quick squiz of Big Ben before we bob around the corner. Now, a lot of people think Big Ben is the tower, but it is, in fact, the name of a wonderful but very confused gentleman who, thanks to a highly magnetised hairdo, will (laughs) just regularly smash forehead first into the many bells in what started out as his bedroom, but has become his hell. (laughs) They've tried to get him out, but he won't fit through the trap door, and to be honest, he seems to like it. (laughs) Oh, coming up on the right as we travel east on the the Thames is the Oxo Tower. So named after its original purpose, storing (laughs) upwards of 80 cubits... Of gorgeous, thick, lumpy gravy. Working class people would line up with their bags for life and push open the letterbox, letting the gravy flood out. You know when a cash machine starts farting out money in the movies and everyone loses their shit? Imagine that. (laughs) But everyone looks like Peter Sellers in the Goodness Gracious Me video. (laughs) But it's not racist because they're not doing the accent. Local legend had it that when all that gravy got et by peasants, the Queen would go bonkers and shit the throne. (laughs) So loads of beef eaters would parachute onto the roof from a 747 and chuck boiling water and bones down the chimney every single day. Let me tell you, it smelt so good that all the beef eaters walking around on top of the tower would be floating around on the wavy smell lines bouncing off each other and giggling. Unfortunately, one day, a Beefeater sneezed when he was right above the chimney. That broke the hovering effect and he dropped in. And the other Beefeaters were so sad that they stood above the chimney crying. And I don't know if you've seen the 1998 Pokemon film where lots of weird little animals cried on a boy until he woke up, but that happened. And to that day, He's still in there drinking the gravy, to the best of my knowledge. He can't die. And the gravy never stops coming. As far as I'm concerned, we're in hell. Not him. (laughs) Coming up on the right again, Shakespeare's Globe. Shakespeare himself commissioned the Globe to be built in this shape because one night... He was visited by three massive lads who made his legs feel confused. The globe was built in 1599, destroyed by fire in 1613, rebuilt in 1614, and finally demolished in 1644, just like my favourite big boy, Geoffrey. Academics are divided amongst those who think Shakespeare was a frisky lad. Ooh, cuddle out or whether the clues to his true identity were hidden in a secret version of Sonnet 18 that only revealed itself if you scratched off the foil bits with a coin. Shall I compare thee to a beach bowl? Thou art bouncy and bigger. Rough winds do blow you up a telegraph pole. And you open your big lovely gob and we can hear everyone who's on the phone nearby coming out of your mouth. It's fucking mad. (laughs) Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines. Or when you get a right sweat on fucking hell. And you roll down even the gentlest incline. By chance. Or like the physics in marble madness. (laughs) But thy eternal circumference shall not dwindle. Nor shall you lose possession of that thing I gave you. You still got it, haven't you? Cause I don't know where it is. And my tile tracking app reckons it's in your mouth. Spit it out, you little bastard. Forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> so that's uh, Shakespeare. And now we're on to whopping. Coming up we're coming up to Wapping now, and this place is named after a whopping great lad what landed there and started farting out dandelion seeds like a maniac. And two years later there were lovely thick legs coming out of the ground. In horror films, it's always hands coming out of the ground, isn't it? <clears throat> well, let me tell you, the day you walk into a municipal playground and it's full of just big legs, you'll you'll know what it's like to be happy. <laughs> fucking hell, it's miles to the flood barrier yet, isn't it? <laughs> I, 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 look, I'll be honest. I haven't got the full speech prepared. I, this is my first day on the job. Forget what I said about captive audiences. Um, I'm just fucking off. I'm out of here. And if you could play a splash in sound effect, that would make it really look like I just jumped off the boat. Whoever's editing the podcast, splash sound effect. You can play me talking this over it. I've got a loud voice, so that would work. Just fade me out. Linear. I I think a linear fade out would make sense. (laughs) As I swim to the shore. Hey, so... There I was on the boat, and that's when I realised I didn't really like London that much anymore. I mean, fucking hell. Mmm. I t- didn't even get to drink much wine and uh, American candy. <laughs> Ooh, what's going on with American candy, innit? Oh, fucking hell. So on, what have
0: you. Whatever happened to that man driving the
2: Thames Clipper? Did he get make his way to shore? He got sucked into a drain hole. An eddy. Is that what you call drain holes? I I think he'll be back. I mean he seems to have a a little flipboard of science that he was working on that had the word five hundred written on the top of it. So (laughs) I think he's (laughs) flipboard
1: of science. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's some foreshadowing, baby. Until you think you have the time to give a feature to me And if we go someplace, hope I'm Know that there's a chance maybe on our we'll see And afterwards we drive it to a quiet little place and talk about the name And then I go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like
3: I used to come around here looking for features. I have in a while. Well, it's because I had my fill of features, but I've run
2: out. They don't have any regular features. I well, just
3: listen to this. Thank
2: you. Did you like that episode? I think you did. And if you did, which I think you did, then I think you'd like to support us in some ways that you know might be profitable for us. What do you think about that, Joe?
1: I thought uh, that was a really nice way of saying, fuck you, pay me, at the end of the podcast.
2: profitable was the wrong word. I'm going to start that
1: again. No, I thought it was good.
2: (laughs) Hey babies, did you like that episode? I think you did. I think you liked it just as much as we did. And if you want to hear more of that, and I know you do, then maybe you want to slip us a couple of bucks. A little bit of books that you got in your pockets. Or maybe in your bank accounts. I know you got it somewhere about you. Just give it to me. (laughs) Where you got the freaking money? We know you're hiding it around here somewhere. I've been padding you for hours. Where's the money? (laughs) This ain't for free, you know. Look, we got bills to pay. All right. I know you've got the money on you, but maybe you want me to sweeten the deal. Maybe you want something back in exchange. Maybe you want me to kick your stupid name into the bin and give you a better name. A bee name. A name that will allow you to be accepted by a fucking bee that you meet. <laughs> this, other people have paid for this privilege. And it's not the only privilege you get. You don't just get the bee name, you get access to the Beehive, which is a unique Discord server in that it's full of people who are awesome. And the best way to get in there, the quickest way to get in there, is patreon.com slash regularfeatures. But maybe if you just watched a few people get elevated from normal stupid human names into their... Bee name hive world, then it'd make you want to join them. I'm going to make these, my friends, Steve and Joe, give you bee names now. Mm. I want you two boys to give Thomas Davis a bee name.
1: Thomas, where the hive is. Does that work? No. No. (laughs) Okay.
2: We've had where the hive is before. Have we?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, think, I believe so. Oh, okay.
2: And also, I'm going to be more rude about this. What was Thomas Where the Hive Is, a
0: pun <laughs> it's like, on? It's
1: like, home is Where the Hive Is.
0: <laughs> when I do the B names,
1: I never come back with that sort of barbed critical jab. This is exactly why I was worried about Log doing the B names.
2: Yeah, but babies... You don't realise that over the last years I've never hosted the B names and I have constantly been told that my B names are fucking weird
1: Unacceptable (laughs) Uh, The only ones you've been told are unacceptable are the ones that are the length of the podcast log We have to cut them down
2: They're my favourite
1: ones They are good
2: They're the ones I define myself by What is the human name? The human name, once again, for your benefit, my boyfriends, is Thomas Davis. Stripes all the way home. Beautiful. That's a... You would do well to hear that, Joe. That's a beautiful B name.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: All right. Oh, my God. Even when I... Feeling pretty good. Even when Joe says nothing, he gets
1: it in the ears. (laughs) Classic bullshit. Belittling, bullying behavior from Log. All right, Joe. No, not doing it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm gonna do. It.
2: I'm. I'm gonna workshop this on with you, Joe. Because
1: oh, fuck you, Steve, patronising fuck... piece of shit,
2: Steve, Steve. You're out of this one, Joe. I want you and me to give a name to Ben Magargy. Mm-hmm. What's what's his B name, Joe?
1: Why am I being treated this way by you today, Log?
2: Because I fucking love you, and I know we're gonna do <laughs> no, this so don't. well together. <laughs>
1: Ben McGowan. I was
2: thinking about ghee as in the the buttery product that is the well the base of bolty cooking.
1: I was thinking about gargling. So oh, gargling ghee? Gargle ghee. Oh thank God. Uh bent gargle that, ghee. What's that got to do with the bee?
2: Because that's what they do before it turns into honey, isn't it? Ah, <gasps> they, they just the fucking ghee. ram a funnel down their Dirty little bee throats and then shit out ghee until it turns into honey.
1: Ram a funnel down your throat. Let's gargle ghee. There you go. That's the one. We've done it.
2: That is what I wanted from you. And that's what we got. Okay. Sorry to be cruel, but I love you. (laughs) Now the next bee name is open to both of you. I want you to give me a bee name for Emma Morty Boy. (laughs) And down. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I just realised reading it out loud, there's an obvious trap that you can avoid here. Mm. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that is just a little burp I did to fill in the silence while you think of a being named for Emma Morty Boy.
0: Emma let you finish, but sting, sting, sting. <laughs> Which I like because Emma didn't let them finish. She just she just stanged them bad. <laughs> she, she, she gypped them with a reassurance that she wasn't going to let, that she was going to let them finish and then stings.
2: stang, stang, stank. Emma Morty boy, your new bee name, your new name is... Emma let you finish, but sting, sting, sting. We've only got two left now. We're in the, the final lap of this velodrome. Alex Hilson needs a bee name. Can you give him one? i likes to move it, move it into your forearm. <laughs> My stinger, that is. Alexa, play me bee
0: music.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I like that. Okay. But then the okay, B so music you... is Alex to move it, move it. Yes! <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. so, Joe, yes.
2: you get to choose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
2: like to move it, move it. My stinger into your arm.
1: I, I, I think you've got to combine the two. Alexa, play <laughs> B music. Alexa, to move it, move it. My stinger into your arm, that is. <laughs> Okay. okay, so play B-music, open brackets. I Or maybe, uh, maybe in inverted commas, or, or star asterisks, as if we're describing the music. One yeah, two. Alexa, play
0: B-music. Alexa, play B-music should be in quotation marks. Mm. Ale- dot, okay, dot, dot. Alexa, Alexa, play B-music. <laughs> this is going to be the longest one yet, I think. I like
1: <laughs> to... <laughs> it's also the most like syntactically complex one we've ever given <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there's a beginning middle and end to this one
0: ideally i'd like to use italics for the lyrics if we, i'm not sure if Matt's um, grave in, grave carving algorithm supports italics there it grave is grave
1: carving algorithm <laughs> it's got it a
2: routine yeah?
1: <laughs>
2: okay so what we've got now is uh, in inverted commas alexa play b music Open brackets in italics. I likes to move it, move it. Close brackets. Stop italics. Open underline. My sting it into your arm. That is. I think that works.
1: <laughs> Let's do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. You. And finally, the last B name of the night is. Can you just give a B name to Chris Allen, please? I think we need to give one powerful B name tonight. One short. Short one. Effortless bee name. Krisky Beesness. Oh, Chris. Thank you, Steve. Chrisky what was that? Beesness. Say it
0: again. Krisky Beesness.
2: Krisky Beesness. The, the correct spelling of that will be sent to you in your Patreon email address.
0: Yes, because with every bee name, you get a, a video certificate of a... I think the order of operations is your old bee name appears on a grave to symbolize the death of the id, (laughs) and the bee shows up with a new bee name, which is the birth of your ego. Mm. Or should I say?
2: Beego. Beego, nice. Why wouldn't it be like that? Anyway, I'm very glad we got through that. Now, would someone else just take us into the end of the show? Because I've had the responsibility of hosting for far too long, and I'm about to collapse.
1: Okay. Bye. <laughs> That's,
0: yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, is that
2: how you do it? <laughs>
1: Fucking hell. It's easy, isn't it? Easy as piss. <laughs>